Hi there, welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 46 for Sunday, January 31st, 2016. I'm Shane, and I'm joined by the lovely, (laughs) who wants to be the lovely? Matt can be the lovely. Tony! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's go with uh, one of you. Sure. Sure, Matt. Or <laughs> Hi. Hey, Tony. What's up? Not too much. Uh, yeah. How about you? Yeah. That's Whoa. all I have to say about that. Uh, to the video listeners, they can probably see my Darth Vader back there. Also, was that uh, yeah? Was that Vader? Or was that uh, I didn't get a good look at the uh, not not the balloon, but the other thing. Or was that Kylo Ren? Did I say video listeners? Uh, well, whatever. I guess you listen to. Yeah, it is Darth, yes, uh, of the Vader type. How's it going? Good. Good. You? Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I have, this, I have all this Vader crap because... No, it sounds terrible. No, I don't mean it like that. Uh, <laughs> birthday stuff, you know. Birthday yeah. stuff. Had that happen. Matt, what's going on? Getting old. <laughs> I am doing fantastic. I... Took a hike in the woods today, which involved driving around in the car and looking at alligators. So that was exciting. <laughs> That's what a hike is. You looked at alligators. I guess so yeah. I... <laughs> we Good. did not get out of the car. We pretty much just followed people around. So it was uh, it was pretty nice. nice. Did you see a lot of alligators. Uh, yes, maybe a dozen. Did you take a couple home with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we didn't leave the car doors open. Uh, That's a good. Yeah, it's a good job. Exciting. Nice. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, alligator. Wow. Okay. Uh, the closest thing I came was uh, crocodiles uh, a few months back. I guess they they were in a pit, and uh, they could not jump out. Did you get in the pit with them? No, 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 no. That's so. Too bad. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, what's going? What are you consuming at this particular time, Matt? Ooh, I tried one of those uh, ginger beers that uh, Shane had last <laughs> week. <laughs> I don't know if I was too impressed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was... I just heard, oh. <laughs> That's the Matt people in the background doing my bidding. <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> so Matt did not care for it. Apparently, neither did, uh, I don't know, it was maybe one of his pets or something i don't know what was that <laughs> i was i was hoping for a ginger beer and it turned out to be uh i mean it tastes exactly like it advertised it tastes like a ginger ale soda yeah so yeah if well, you like that, that kind though? of thing then that might be for you are you not a fan of ginger ale ah uh, i mean soda in general is normally a little bit too sweet i don't i don't drink soda too much so i think that was kind of the throw off yeah do they still have volt <laughs> vault so, yeah I don't, I don't drink soda Either. But yeah, they had that. I forgot what it was. It was Vault, I think, right? Vault, Vault Zero. Yeah. That was back in the day. Yeah, that was my. Yeah, I think it had a good portion of caffeine in it. And yeah. that was really all it was good for that or coffee. <laughs> Vault Zero was pretty much all I drank all day. That was really bad. Yep. Dark times. Good times. Good times. 
Dark, not dark times. <laughs> I know. I know what you said. <laughs> uh, yeah, not to be confused with. I don't want to say Volt. Not Volt. Uh, Jolt. <laughs> not to. Uh, was there something called Jolt, Volt? Too? Jolt or Surge? Yeah. Surge. Yeah. Coca Cola's uh, answer to Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah. Uh, good time. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Let's get on a soda rant there, but uh, I guess I was I was partially, but <laughs> yeah, you're all right. So, uh, but tonight, what's going on tonight? Anything? Did you say what you're drinking tonight? Oh, uh, I actually had one of those. So, oh, you're drinking it right now? Yeah, I had one the other night. Having one now. Ah, uh, gotcha. Is it taking me a while to get through them? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Sounds like a chore. <laughs> well, I don't. I do not have those tonight. I have a Rolling Rock. That was another uh, one of my birthday Ooh. gifts. It was presented in a lovely mm. uh, cake of sorts, <laughs> stacked like a cake. Yeah, good times. Um, that's right. I think I saw that. Yeah, nice. Tony was there. Did that. Tony knows what's up. I do sometimes. What does not, uh, what not does, always. What does Tony have going? What is, what did you I say? actually don't have anything right oh, now, wow. but I was uh, I was drinking a Gimlet before. Oh it's yeah, fun. if you need to, you know, stop uh, while we move on to the uh, news section, you cer- certainly might may do that. I'm. Uh, we'll see. I might fill up again. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> There's wish, only a pint of Gimlet. So. I, Gimlet. <laughs> I might I might be doing I, some Gimlet or something along those lines a little later. We'll see. We'll see uh, where the night takes us. But, wow, uh, yeah, every once in a while I like that. I get into a vodka kick and Techies after hours. Yes. You never know. It might still happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, without further ado. News. All right. So this is a, honestly, this is kind of a early, earlier. This is kind of an old article from what I can tell. Um, it is from this site, Minds.com, and it says it's beta, apparently. I didn't know you could have a beta for a, for a <laughs> news uh, website, but uh, mm. apparently you can. And it's titled, Mass-Produced Printable Solar Cells Enter Market and Could Change Everything. Now, mind you, <laughs> so I looked at this, realized after the fact, uh, there's an article they point to at the bottom that's... So this article was, was listed as September 2015, so that was it's kind of a ways ago. And then I see... And then I'm seeing the articles that they're citing might be that points to one article, and then that points to another one. <laughs> Looks back to like September of 2014 or something from ABC. Mm. Uh, anyway, I'm rolling with this one. <laughs> Let's just say it's recent for all intents and purposes. Uh, so again, that's minds minds.com. <laughs> but so there is this Australian group, the Victorian Organic Solar Cell Consortium. Which is marketing a new uh, way to print solar cells on a with a 3D printer, which we've talked quite a bit about. Actually, I think I think we've, uh, we've probably gone over the 3D printers uh, pretty fair amount, I'd say. But so scientists from there's three different areas here: CSIRO, which I'm not familiar with, honestly, uh, the University of Melbourne and Monash University. They've worked over seven years in order to be able to print cheaply on plastic that can then be put onto devices such as smartphones or laptops um, in order to make them self-charging, which I think uh, we can all agree is pretty exciting. Yeah? Mm-hmm. If your device actually contains plastic, I suppose, <laughs> to put it on. 
Uh, our, us uh, Apple fanboys, probably not, <laughs> not as much. Uh, maybe a case or something, but. Mm. Uh, you can print directly on also onto walls and windows that could potentially line skyscrapers even in order to make said skyscrapers electrically self-sufficient, mm. which is pretty neat, pretty neat stuff. Uh, so senior, the senior research scientist at CSIRO, no, let's, let's say CSIRO, I, I think that sounds way better. Uh, Fiona Scholes compares it to printing their plastic banknotes i say there because i'm i'm guessing maybe that's a an australian thing not too sure on that but uh she also talks about how it's easy and just as easy as connecting a battery uh very inexpensive and how it's but at the same time it's very it's vastly different from um traditional solar panels you know rooftop style and the next thing they want to do is work on a solar spray in order to increase it's uh, the efficiency in order to generate more energy. And uh, they do include a video. If you want to check this article out, there's a video um, that goes over things a little more thoroughly. I'd uh, recommend uh, checking that out. Thoughts? Cool. Yeah, I mean, printing a whole building side worth of uh, solar cells just to, I mean, even just offset some of the electrical costs, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I will say that, so they said, they could print directly onto walls and windows, but they didn't, they made it seem like probably not so much with the skyscraper. I, I mean, you need something that I suppose could go up that high. I mean, maybe, maybe if you could get this thing on a scaffold, not a scaffold, scaffolding, but a, what do you call those window washing things? <laughs> yeah. It seems like you could print it out and just adhere it to the sides of the Yeah, the exactly. Building. Exactly. I mean, that, any, that'd be more like get on there. Yeah. Just to harness mm -hmm. the, uh, I think a lot of those things take a lot of heat. It, I, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that, you know, modern air conditioning is what caused skyscrapers to kind of take off. So, obviously, there's a ton of heat coming in there. If you can just kind of harness that turn energy. Oh, for like sure. Could, yeah, because uh, they're mostly yeah. tinted, right? I mean, or maybe they're all tinted, probably, right? I'd imagine they've got to have some kind of, uh, you know, ultraviolet uh, protection or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, that was, thought that was pretty neat. As, uh, as old of an, an article as it might be, but... Uh, what do you have for us this evening, Matt? I've got one uh, from Lifehacker this week. Uh, this one's a little bit off from what I normally uh, bring to the table here. Uh, this is how I finally organized my messy inbox with Sorted, S-O-R-T-D. Um, so it's actually a, a Chrome extension. Uh, it gives you a different view of your Gmail inbox. Um, if you've ever used Trello, it's kind of yep. like what you've got. You've got just a, a bunch of different columns that you can kind of name, um, start moving your... Uh, your inbox uh, emails to different columns for maybe actual items. So kind of taking your whole inbox, turning into a big to-do list. Mm -hmm. uh, so drag and drop customizable columns and, and lists. Uh, you can check emails as done. You can even change the subject lines of your emails. So you move it to a column, change the, the, the subject of it. Oh. So you've got kind of a different to-do. But you can always click on that to-do and get back to the normal email and reply to it or, or do whatever you want. Uh, you can also create your own reminders or uh, notes or tasks. So you, you've got those columns of items that you've kind of moved things to. You can just add things to it without creating emails in your inbox. Um, so it's really kind of embracing the whole, hey, I've got my uh, my inbox. That's my to-do list uh, and kind of turning it into something a little more actionable. So I'm, I'm normally not a big fan of your inbox being a to-do list, but I don't know. This kind of takes a spin on it and mm -hmm. says, you know, you can, you can kind of organize and, and work through all those emails you've got. 
Um, so kind of cool. might be worth checking out if, if you do kind of use your inbox as a to-do list. This might be a better way to organize it and, and something that might work for you. So it seemed kind of cool. You're here, you're here to hear first. first. Uh, Matt, <laughs> yeah. Matt is embracing uh, the hole. Did anyone else catch that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> have you tried this at all, Matt? I haven't. No, I just read the article. I said, ah, that's interesting. I could see this working for, for some people. It's not, it's not I my think cup me, of tea. I don't, I don't like to uh, maybe have it as my you know, in-basket as a to-do list, but I, don't know, I feel like it is in a way uh, where I have different things coming in. If I don't do something right now with it, it's going to – I don't want to – I want to leave my email in in, in the inbox um, and that's kind of my reminder you know, to do it. And But my goal is to always have a clean inbox. So I don't know. That's kind of how I set my, myself up beforehand. I think – Shane, you told me, you know, like, you should always have a clean inbox, and well, maybe this is just to organize your emails. No, but. no, I, I think Matt Matt is the original culprit for getting me on that bandwagon, because I was and never... And you a, got me on that, and I'm like, why would I need to do that? Who cares? But then it's I like, you it can was, archive stuff. I thought it was the like, other way boom. around, like, because Matt was all about archiving emails, and I was, and I was not. Yeah. I was just about, well, you just mark them red. What's the big deal? But then mm-hmm. I, like, I was literally, I was at a bar with Tony once, and... I literally was talking through it like, what would you need to do that for? I mean, literally, the only reason is that so that your red emails, you don't have to scroll down so far to read. And I'm like, okay, that actually makes sense. I've changed my mind on this. <laughs> uh, well, and I don't, or, yeah. I, I would always delete emails. Like, I'm like, well, I'm never going to see this again. Who cares? But then it's like, well, why bother? You know, you got basically. I mean, it's not unlimited space, but you you know, it's almost like the next best thing. So it's like, well, if you ever need to refer back to anything, so then I think you really changed my my, my yeah my mind on that chain because I would delete anything, even the nonsense conversations we have. I'd be like, I don't think we're gonna see this again. Yeah, we laughed once, we're not gonna laugh again at it. You know, just something. <laughs> but now it's like, all right, well, if I need to refer back for whatever reason, you know, it's the storage is there. Why not use it? If you ever fill up, then you know I'll cross that bridge when I get. Yeah, to it. and I, yeah. I, I've been, I'm closer than I've ever been. Also, <laughs> can I, I ask what you're? I've been archiving for as long as I've had Gmail, and I'm only at 28. percent So, oh wow, I, I yeah, think I'm, I'm at like more than that. I think I'm 75 percent now or something. Oh wow, yeah, I am. I'm at ruthless 50. with uh, unsubscribing to things too. So oh, I am my... absolutely. Oh yeah, I do, and I think I've got to backtrack if I ever want to, just because I know I have a lot of just. If I've you go to archive and you're just curious to see what my first email was, and yeah, that that that's stuff I'd probably keep, but like stuff from school and stuff. But so what's interesting? Uh, sorry. Oh yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I just had a lot of like, like just advertisements. Like I really should delete this stuff now. You know, just I, w- I wouldn't want it. I just want stuff that you know either you guys have sent or you know old school stuff or whatever. But nothing from advertisers. And I know yeah. I have a lot. Which what's interesting though is, so they don't count that. That just includes your e- allotted email storage. Is that? Do you guys know? Is that accurate? Um, or or does that I include I'm your... I kind of against Google Drive, so I've got 15 yeah. gigabytes total. That would, that would make that's... sense then because, yeah, my, I use Google Drive quite a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. On there. my Google Drive says the exact same thing, 4 gigs out of 15. Ah, okay, gotcha. So if you get photos and or anything, yeah. Anything yeah. you might have as an attachment, I believe, counts as well towards that. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the caveat. Mine is, I'm at 20%, and I don't use Google Drive that much, so that's pretty much all email. So is this okay? Um, sorry to to kind of maybe drift back to the to this article a little bit. Uh, <laughs> sorry uh, to go back on topic here. <laughs> no, no, it is to- it, it's it's within the realm, I suppose. You know, it's email related. But but um, 
I did have more some kind of some more specific questions. So it's so I have used Trello in the past. Um I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of it. Um but I I get the premise. Um is this would you say this is all at all like um Google Inbox by chance? Oh, I haven't used Google Inbox in a long time. Um I've used that and I I, don't know, I, I I like the idea of snoozing, and I don't know if you can snooze with this add-on, where you can like, oh, I've got this bill I want to pay, but I don't want to do it at work, but I don't want to see it in my inbox, so I'm just going to snooze it so I can see it and again. This the uh, this email in like two hours or four hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then I can still have my clean inbox, but still, um, that'll come back to remind me later to pay whatever or do whatever. Yeah, I don't know why, but I got rid of it. I don't. Yeah, I, I, well, I did too. I'm sure I just I don't know. I didn't I didn't care for it too much. I know I've been on Gmail. For a long time, and the Gmail, um, or I use Apple's uh, email client on the iOS, uh, and I know you can use Inbox if you, uh, they or Google has one for, um, you know, like uh, if you just go to a, you know, their website, they have inbox.google or something. I forgot what that one is, too. But I don't know. I always like their normal, you know, homepage for Gmail or their yeah. normal page, and I don't. I don't know if it's just because I've always had it and I'm used to it or, you know, it's going to take a lot for me to change to something else. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't doubt this will go the way of Google Wave, even though that wasn't (laughs) – as much as I wanted that to be a thing and I think I was – I don't think I understood that at all. No. that uh, I wanted to. I wanted to for the longest time and I I think it was partially because I – I pictured it as being this all-encompassing, uh, like project management sort of software or something, or um, you know, all all-around business. Uh, was it a collaboration tool? Yes, yeah, so that was a big part of it, and I think does that's the what average I consumer need that? Nah, I, I like the idea of it more than anything. Okay, well, I go. feel like we've quoted that a lot of times, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I'd. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like if there's already products out there that do this, they're going to have a hard time probably. Um, but maybe it's, you know, maybe it's different enough that they'll mm-hmm. have, they'll be able to make a stronger presence. Yeah. More, looked, I mean, yeah. one of the things, you know, when you talk about using emails and inbox and then you move things out to a different uh, way of organizing tasks, this looks like it makes it just really easy to move it to this separate, you know, uh, sorted way of, of, of doing tasks versus, uh, I'm using OmniFocus, so I still have to maybe copy a URL, which is mm-hmm. you know the email's ID, and paste that into a task. So it just makes it really easy to move things around. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's still in beta right now. I think you have to sign up for a. They're doing the whole getting beta access thing, so you might have to sign up for it and get it a week later. But uh, yeah, if that's your kind of uh, kind of way of doing things, and I, I just what, what kind of spawned my my. Open-mindedness. I was having a conversation with a, someone at work, and they're they're new to to our company. Our company is pretty small, so they were coming in from like a larger company, saying. And I told them, you know, I don't really mind email. I don't know where this hatred of email comes in. Uh, and the response was just, "You haven't worked for a larger company where people just start CCing everybody, and you just your inbox oh, just gets flooded yeah, with all no kinds kidding. of all kinds of crap." Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, I can see that." So I, I can see where email gets. You know, unmanageable. Where you know, a smaller company where you know we're not not you know, multiple dozens of people, but not we're not in the hundreds yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't pile up as fast. Definitely, yeah, that's true. And I think yeah, at work is another one where I like to have an inbox that's clean. And there's just so much, and I make folders, and I make rules for Outlook, and sometimes I feel I like know. that's ninety percent of my day is going through email. I mean, 
But that's also my task list too. Like that yeah. along with other cues I might have. But <clears throat> that's like, all right, I gotta do this for so and so and I gotta do that. Yeah. Or here's a meeting and all that. I mean I feel like Outlook makes it a task management yeah. app. You know? That's, in a way. Uh, so it's interesting. I, I had a, a former coworker was telling me about his definition of uh clean or or inbox zero or whatever you want to call it was uh that to do uh your inbox should not be your to-do list. And I kind of can't help but treat it that way, personally. I can't. I mean, you almost have to work against that if you want to treat it, if you don't want to treat it that way. And I consider myself probably in the, I don't know, for, for <laughs> probably top 10% of, of uh, you know, people when it comes to clean inboxes because I keep mine pretty squeaky, squeaky clean. Uh, and that, but at the same time, I am not a, uh, I'm not a filter user. Um I just I want to make sure to take care of it right away or as soon as possible and um, I don't know I don't know yeah, why. that's just I me agree. That's what just I me think because you got me on that chain yeah like, I want it to be clean so then at work like all right I'm gonna do this right away just so I can get rid of it and maybe that makes it makes you know my tasks or you know I want to get this stuff done so I try to do what I can in order to get rid of it and you know then I may be more productive so maybe that does work for me I don't know nice. Anyway, sorry. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh... <laughs> it's okay, Matt. It's okay. And an email rant. Yeah, Not your yeah. fault. <laughs> Not your fault. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more open to the... Uh, let's you know, figure out the whole email thing. I know, yeah. It's something. I know I've heard a lot that email's broken and we need another way to... You know, another thing around it. I don't know. But mm, this is what we have right now. Yeah, speaking of what we have right now, what does Tony have for us right now? Yeah, all right. Mine's, my article's from uh, Tech Insider, and it is, This self-filling self, yeah, filling water bottle turns air into drinking water. Self-fulfilling. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> self-fulfilling water bottle. Self-fulfilling prophecy. No. <laughs> self-filling. It's, it's, it's actually the, uh, oh, I can't anyway. even think of it. The thing of the, the Indiana Jones thing. What is that? Goblet of, no. Someone help me out here. Chat room, help me out. <laughs> uh, Goblet, Goblet of Fire, that's a Harry Potter. Not Goblet of Fire. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I can't even think of it. The, the thing, the Jesus thing. <laughs> Jesus, the cup. Ah, uh, the cup, yeah. Uh, What's it called? I, Sorry. I'm drawing a blank right, too. Wow. Right. Okay, keep going. I'll think of it. <laughs> yeah, you will. Anyway, this is a water bottle that fills up water on its own. And um, anyway, it's, it's basically, it uses, you know, you know the, the the water kind of in the air to fill up this this water bottle. And um, if you go to this website again, it's on TechInsider.io. And um, if you search for this article, um, it was this this water bottle was created by an Austrian Austria. industrial designer Christoph Retzazar. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but I think that's pretty uh, close. All right, well, well we'll go with that. But anyway, <laughs> it takes moisture from the surrounding air. And uh, makes clean water out of it. And um, I thought this was kind of cool. It, like the article also had a video on it of basically someone like mountain biking. Holy and, Grail! Um, <laughs> Sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> Holy Grail. Sorry. That's Holy Grail. Saying. That's right. I'm surprised I couldn't think of that either. <laughs> anyway, you think they would have made that reference here or something? That's anyway. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so yeah, the the humid uh, humidity in the air the air flows right into the device and. Um, there's uh it, it kind of works and again there's this um this very good visual uh video on on their website to kind of show you exactly what happens um but there's these hydrop 
full big. Oh man, I'm not sure how to. <laughs> Wait, I, I want to see if I can see this one. Uh, how do you say hydro? Hydrophobic. Yeah, there's these teeth, uh, which kind of look like toothbrush bristles, um, and they basically help turn your water vapor into actual droplets. Um, and it, there's also a solar panel on the top of it to keep the battery charged. Um, and I guess there's something that kind of at, interacts with that in order to make the process happen, um, basically turning the uh, the air into water. Um, and it works best at 86 to 104 degrees Fahrenheit and 80 to and 90 percent humidity. Um, <clears throat> so and it pretty much makes 0.5. Or did someone add 16 ounces of water to the hour? I, I don't know if I added 16 ounces. Yeah, but anyway. I threw that in. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, 0.5 quarts of water an hour. So I thought, you know, you're, you know, it, this could be good for camping. Again, they have some guy biking, um, like mountain biking. But, yeah, you could really use this anywhere. Um, and there's a couple drawbacks to it. <clears throat> um, so it does filter out some of the larger contaminants like bugs or dust, which I suppose we don't want in our drinking water. <laughs> it's a pro. Yeah. Um, but it has uh, trouble with smaller contaminants uh, like sediment. Uh, but uh, Rezar, um, the person who invented it, uh, again, I don't know if I'm saying that name right, um, he hopes to install a carbon filter on it in the future. Um, but right now, um, looking to crowdfund the, the campaign soon um, to have it ready by this fall, and he's hoping to keep it under $100. Whoa. For a cup. For a cup, for a uh, yeah, for a water bottle. Man, yeah, Tony likes to up. do the uh, Tony likes to do the articles on cups. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to yeah, think about that. Like, <laughs> this um, one's awesome. Like this is <laughs> such a great idea. You know, I think everyone's talking about water being kind of the biggest, uh, you know, hurdle we're gonna have to jump over next. And this yeah. is a, a pretty cool. That's a huge you know, hurdle. I don't know if it's a total solution to that, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you need airflow flowing through this filter to generate that. That's probably why the the biking, but I can see maybe on cars you could kind of harness whatever oh. air is coming through and turn yeah, that into water. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's true. You want something, or um, I'm wondering if there's some sort of fan solution that would help get against that. But then you would also need to develop more of a current, more of an electricity. Um, I don't know if that solar power can come into play too during that. But um, yeah, if you're biking, if you're moving around, I wonder if walking would be fast enough or too slow. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Let me um, tell or you. if you catch it on a windy day, you know. But um, this is a huge problem. I I I drink my water bottle at, at night. I wake up and it's empty. What I don't get? How do how do I get refill? <laughs> Boom. That's right. You got to be moving, Shane. You got to be moving. You know what I'm thinking? This also, uh, and I'm just thinking about the the, the larger spectrum. Uh, you know, other markets. What people are going to be thinking here? I I I would imagine this is going to make uh, farmers' lives. This could potentially make their lives a lot easier. You know. Feeding the uh, feeding the livestock. I don't know. Just saying, right? Maybe put put these things all around your your cow, and when it walks through the uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. the air, it's collecting water. Boom. I don't. Know. Yeah, especially on those drought days. <laughs> yes, or that's what or I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah, I really wish they would have talked about kind of airflow because you know he talked about the the temperature and the humidity, but he doesn't really talk about the airflow here. Unless you know you, yeah. I mean they've got. I looked at it. I didn't. I don't think I read anything on airflow in the article. But there's the probably the prototype has it mounted on a bike, so I'm assuming it has to have some kind of. Yeah, that's true. But in the video, they they're taking off the uh, you know they're opening up. It looks like the uh, the solar power the solar panel kind of wraps around it, and they're opening it up and just letting the sun get at it. And I'm not I'm not sure exactly what does the power do. You know it. Oh, if the yeah. airflow kind of makes everything go and, you know, it's going through all these other, you know, systems inside the water bottle, 
I mean, what does the electricity or the, the solar power do to it to kind of turn it into that water? I, I don't know if I fully understand that. But. It connects it to your Apple Watch. Ooh. <laughs> I get an app for that, and then it notifies me when my water bottle is full instead of me having says, to look down yeah, at the water bottle. You look bottle. parched. We have made water for you. Enjoy. <laughs> I like that. I do like this. I don't Computer, know why. And I don't think hook this me up with work, some H2O. I, what's that? <laughs> it's just... Making well, a anyway, Star Trek reference, sorry. Um, I just saw I saw The Martian yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw most of that now. Pretty much um, all of it. Oh, spoiler so, alert. Oh. Wait, how are we spoiled? I just said I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if it would work out on the on a different planet, but um, maybe not Mars. Mm. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, 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 we know our Whoa, spoiler well. alert. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not sure that's uh, common knowledge, right? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Filter out large contaminants whoa. like bugs and dust. So whoa. there's bugs and dust whoa. on Mars? Whoa. Yep, that's right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Dinosaurs. What? Ooh, so there's a series of hydrophobic Dinosaurs. teeth on Mars? <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't listen. There's, there's really... I mean, is it a spoiler to say there's no dinosaurs on the Mars? <laughs> oh, I'm just full of it right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's cool, man. Uh, what else was I gonna say about that? Uh, probably not too much, to be honest. Looks, uh, yeah, I hope they can keep it low because he was talking about like getting this out to you know different countries that you know might have a problem getting the clean water to the people. So, um, I think that's really what he wanted to do. So, um, yeah, if we could do that to everybody, I think that would really benefit everyone. <laughs> I just realized I said it was a b- like bigger picture for, for like livestock, but no, 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 I. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. I, I, I totally think third world countries are much more important to uh, provide this. Oh. Don't get me yeah. wrong here or anything. Uh, I'm just thinking I think that'd like be great if they could somehow harness this technology to, you know, all over the you know, yeah. world, or especially where they need it. Yeah. I like their uh, their slider. It's nice on their website. Oh, look at you. Yeah. It slides and stuff. They're making fancy websites. They got to get to the, they got to get to that carbon filter they got to add to it. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm looking at the picture of the the front part of it, like on the bike, like where, when you get to the the, our, the article, there's a picture of it, and I wonder like if if that front of it has something where the air is going through it, if that's some sort of the filter. I don't know. Sorry, I hate to go there again. Yeah, I'm, but... I'm really excited about this creating water out of thin air, but then I looked at this top thirty worst drunken celeb pictures. Ah, that's <laughs> <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> It looks pretty suggestive. One of the slides on here with the guy and the the, the bottle below. I, I'm just just saying. Bottle below. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So cool stuff. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, hopefully, we can start making water and out of out of thin air. Well, or thick air. Ooh, thick air. Uh, yeah, I suppose it would be thick air with the say 80, 90 percent humidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> I like it. Sweet. All right. Well, should we should we move, carry on to the to the next uh, part of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yep, it does. Go awesome. Ahead. XP <clears throat> boost. Today we're going to be talking about the new 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 Apple Bluetooth keyboard and trackpad. Uh, and I have not, I personally have not, uh, looked at these yet. Uh, so much, I haven't so much as looked at them. Tony? 
Um, no. <laughs> Maybe just um, online on their website. That's about it. Oh, they, oh God. We have one last. We have one last. Well, I don't yeah. know if I get a trackpad. Well, I guess the trackpad's a little bit better now, but. We have one uh, hope. I'd get one, one last hope. Device. Matt, Matt, have you have you seen these? I have. I have seen these. Oh, I've heard about them. Um, I was no. actually pretty excited about Wait. them. <laughs> oh, good, good. Uh, so, I mean, the basic design of, of the keyboard, if, if you haven't used the Apple keyboard and trackpad, uh, pretty much just like the laptop, laptop experience, uh, but in terms of if you want to have your laptop mounted or you want to put it somewhere else and you want kind of the same keyboard so you can move from laptop to uh, maybe your office keyboard at the same time and have kind of the, a similar experience, uh, that's kind of the whole, the whole point of it. Uh, hooks up through Bluetooth, very seamless to get it connected to uh, your laptop or your desktop. Uh, layout is actually pretty similar to the laptop keyboard. Uh, actually, it's similar to the exact same uh, previous Bluetooth model. Um, they did a couple of different changes. Uh, it's, it's a sl slimmer profile for the keyboard. Uh, the arrow keys, I think, was probably the biggest gripe people had. Uh, the, the previous ones did not have the, the left and right arrow keys were kind of half height. Uh, now they're full height, so it's a little bit harder to... Uh, just kind of uh, move your hand over and, and figure out which, which arrow key you're hitting. Um, I think that's probably the most dings that it's gotten online. Um, other than that, uh, the profile is a little bit slimmer. Uh, the, the keys are, are more like the MacBook, uh, the, the new ridiculously slim MacBook versus the MacBook Pro or MacBook Air. Um, actually do really like that. Uh, and they've also uh, expanded the, the function keys and the escape keys are now kind of full size. Uh, the function keys are normal key widths instead of just some weird awkward width that they wanted to make it all kind of uh, a line on the top there. Um, so it's actually actually pretty nice. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's, it's got the uh, recharging uh, through a lightning connector versus the batteries you had to put in before. <laughs> Apologize for the dogs in the background. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so yeah, uh, recharging through the lightning connector was probably the biggest thing that I was looking for. Uh, just sick of having all the batteries and going through all those uh, all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I bought this about two weeks ago. I've been using it pretty much eight hours a day for work. Um, just really enjoying it now once I got used to it. Um, and the uh, the keyboard right now is at 81% battery. So I'm assuming it was 100% charged when I bought it. Uh, Apple's pretty good about giving you things that are fully charged. Um, so that's actually you know pretty good time-wise. I Maybe looking at... Uh, would that be about you know a couple of months worth of battery at least? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I really like it a lot. Uh, if you like the Apple keyboards, um, I think you're going to enjoy this one a lot once you get used to the arrow keys. Uh, so I gave the keyboard a five out of five. Uh, if you don't if you don't like the Apple keyboards, you might want to steer clear of this, or you might want to pick out your favorite uh, mechanical keyboard or, or whatnot. So uh, if you don't like the laptop key experience, this is probably not the keyboard for you. Uh, but uh, yeah, there it is. Whatever. Um, Whatever happened to your uh, to your mechanical one? Stop. Did you ever get one or no? Oh yeah, I did get it. It's called a Poker Two uh, mechanical keyboard programmable. Um, <laughs> What's it called? Uh, it's a <laughs> Poker Two or Poker Three. I can't remember which one I got. Oh, Maybe we could do next big boost on that. Uh, uh, yeah, the, I, I like the feel of the mechanical keyboards. Uh, I think the thing is just uh, I do use my laptop keyboard for. I don't know, maybe three or four days out of the month. So it, it's really nice having the consistent uh, keys on it. That's probably the biggest gripe. Uh, you know, any keyboard is going to take some time to get used to. Um, and I, I probably just did not want to uh, take the time to do that. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, maybe we can do an XP boost on that one. But uh, I, I did like the keyboard. I did a lot of research on it. It felt really nice. But 
yeah, I think just switching and uh, context switching was probably the biggest thing I didn't like about that one. Mm. Oh, and uh, by the way, the Magic Keyboard, uh, $99 for the external Bluetooth keyboard, so quite a bit more than uh, just you know a Dell keyboard you might buy would mechanical, uh, something cheap. So uh, still quite a hefty investment for that. Mm. 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 Uh, and then mm. I'll talk keyboard. about, I don't mm. have the, the mouse. I had an old uh, Magic Mouse, which I, I liked a lot, but again, batteries. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming the new ones are any connector, a little bit lighter. Um, so I won't talk too much about the mouse, but I'm going to talk about the Magic Trackpad. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit of changes there. So again, uh, no batteries, rechargeable through the Lightning connector, uh, a lot slimmer profile. It's actually uh, got a wider and just a bigger touch area, which is kind of cool for a, you know, for for a trackpad. Um, and it has also the force touch and uh, you know the non-mechanical clicking. It's got the you, you push down enough and it does the I don't know vibrating or whatnot to make it simulate a click. So, oh wow. Yeah, oh, nice. it feels like a click. You can go in, change the settings to change it to uh, harder or softer, whatever you like. Um, and then it has also the you know the force touch, so you can click extra hard to do something extra. <laughs> um, I think the the biggest things that I could do that for were um, you know force touching on a word would bring up the definition. Force touching on a file in Finder would bring up a, the quick look. So you could open up a PDF or just look at a PDF really quick without actually opening it up and uh, whatever you know, preview or whatever you were using to to look at that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, actually, I feel like force click right now uh, it's not quite there in the operating system, so I haven't been using it much. I actually switched the definition back from force click to the three finger click. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really using the force click that much. Um, the uh, the trackpad though, uh, bought it at the exact same time as the keyboard, down to 44% battery. So the other one was at 81. So it's pretty much gone twice as fast. Uh, so that might be a problem for you. Two weeks, 44%. Maybe it's going to last three or four weeks before I have to charge it in. I have no clue how long it takes to charge it in. I'm probably just charge it overnight. Um, but again, you know, lightning connector is kind of nice. You, I've got my phone charger right at my workstation, so I can kind of do that as well. Um, yeah, even though I don't like the force click that much, I still give it five out of five just because it's much better than the previous generation. Uh, the previous generation was was hinged, had the batteries. So if you know if you click it on the bottom of the trackpad, it's a different experience from the top. The top you had to put a lot more force in it to get a click. So this is uniform all around. Yeah, the one that the one that Shane's got right there. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's got a click mechanism on the bottom, so it's hinged at the top. So so, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing I never quite I I literally just learned this as I was looking at it now. Um, <laughs> so I I realized you couldn't for whatever I whenever I tried to click it like this, it never worked. It only seemed to work if it was on a surface, but. I did realize there's these little nubs at the, the bottom. The nubs, yeah. For some reason, the nubs actually make a click. I never picked huh. up on that till just now. Um, but yeah, none of that other stuff you're talking about. I, I didn't even, you may have mentioned this briefly, but I didn't notice, I didn't realize the uh, the new Magic Trackpad even had the uh, Magic, what do you call it? Magic Touch? 3D Touch? What is for, it called? I think it's this Force one's Force Touch. touch. <laughs> Apple, yeah, what do you mean? 3D Touch on these phones. This one's yeah. This one's forceful. They're doing weird the things watch? with their terminology. The watch, the force touch. I'm not really a fan of the force touch. Actually, on the, <laughs> on the, I think it's just it's just so new that it hasn't been used very much. Yeah. Um, and uh, sometimes I find myself I just want to you know I click a little bit harder and then it does the force touch and I just want to select something. So uh, I think it still does select stuff. It's just uh, it's more probably just one of those things I just need to get used to. Uh, but I haven't really found 
many apps to take advantage of the force touch yet. Yeah. Um, and, and, and oh, one caveat here too: uh, you should probably be on El Capitan uh, to to use these guys. I think we read some reviews where people were on uh, Yosemite and had some problems, so that's probably yeah, something you might want to take into mind. Uh, but I, I give the trackpad a five out of five as well. Um, if you're on the older versions of the external Bluetooth, I don't know if I would upgrade. It's it's you know the Magic Trackpad two. This one's one twenty nine. The keyboard's ninety nine. So uh, it's quite an expensive upgrade. Um, just to get rid of the batteries and have the lightning connector and then have, um, you know, maybe a, a slightly different layout on the keyboard. I actually like the key feel on the, the, the new one. I've gotten used to it. I like it a lot. It's not a ton different than the old one. So, again, it's just minor upgrades from the old ones, you know, kind of like what Apple does, just iterate on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like it a lot. Uh, you know, give them both five out of five. I've been very happy with them. Um, but upgrading from the previous model, it's it's probably not worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've got a bonus here, too. Uh, I found the Graffiti Slim Pad. Uh, it's at graffiti.com, G-R-I-F-I-T-I.com. Uh, they make a slim pad that just kind of like a uh, what a wrist rest that you can use for these keyboards. Uh, just a really slim design, kind of like the keyboards, so it works out really well. You, know, you get the fattier ones uh, with the slim profile of the keyboard and the trackpad. It's going to be pretty tough. Uh, I really like it. It's held up really well. I've gotten these before, way before the keyboards. I had them with my older ones and uh, I thought it might wear out a bit because it, it feels a little flimsier, but uh, it's held up pretty nicely. So I like that one a lot. And that's all I got. This graffiti website, one of their products says big ass bands. <laughs> Ooh. How much is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, they're actual... Band. Oh wow, the band. They're like what giant band? Live strong, uh, live strong bracelets for putting around your laptop. <laughs> rubber bands. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they've got. I actually didn't buy this on the website. I bought it off Amazon. It looks like they've got the fatter ones too for a mechanical keyboard for wrist rest. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's actually. I mean, it's just. I think it was like ten or fifteen bucks off Amazon. It held up really well. I've really been happy with it. Sweet. Um, yeah, so I also had the, I think it was at least the previous, what was it, Magic Keyboard? Is that what you're calling it? Uh, you calling Magic it? Keyboard, Magic Trackpad. Yeah, well, I had the wireless keyboard, at least, uh, I think it was the previous one. And I didn't end up using it a lot because, um, ultimately because I found the, uh, the, the wired one to be not as noisy as the, uh, wireless one, the Bluetooth one. What, what's the, um... What's it like on that uh, the 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 noise level typing on that one? Um, so it's pretty comparable to just a laptop keyboard. Uh, if you go into the Apple Store and just try out one of the uh, MacBook Pro or MacBook Air laptop uh, keyboards, it's pretty comparable to that. I think it's a little bit slightly less, but not mm-hmm. noticeable enough. Sure. So yeah, it's still pretty much on par with a a laptop keyboard. It's not. It, it's not very quiet. I now, mean, mind you, since I've been on my Windows box, people can probably hear me type whenever I try to because I'm on like mm-hmm. a, you know, I guess mechanical keyboard. Not yeah, like it's a, nowhere near as, as loud as a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. Thanks, Matt. Much appreciated. Uh, so, someone, okay, well, I just noticed in the Google Docs there's this little add a comment section. Is that new? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, I think so. Okay, that's cool. Oh, it's like the uh, if you work with Word or 
any any of the new office ones where they pull up that little Dropbox thing. It drives me insane. Oh yeah. Oh, so you have to have text highlighted first. Anyway. <laughs> Check our website out at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. We're on iTunes and Stitcher, Techies Podcast on there. Please leave us a rating. Uh, I did hear from some other websites that, uh, another podcast that the Stitcher wasn't updating their uh, <laughs> their site apparently. I, I don't necessarily want to speak on their behalf, but uh, to be honest, I haven't checked on there in a while. So if we're still on there and, and we're up to date, cool. If you use it, cool. Um, but, you know, iTunes, I kind of feel like... Uh, is generally the best way to go, or, well, specifically a podcatcher of, uh, <laughs> I don't know what Matt's typing over there. Uh, <laughs> Try out the comments. You can resolve those when you're done with them. Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> uh, so Stitcher, um, you know, I, I was going to say iTunes is, uh, is a good place, and then, you know, using your podcatcher of choice, Downcast, uh, is what I still, still am sporting. Go check those out, and the uh, we record Sundays at 6, 7 central on Alpha Geek Radio on channel 2. Our email address is techiespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, both Techies Podcast. That's easier to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that'll about do it for tonight. Anything else you guys want to mention before we go? Uh, Twitter, any of that fun stuff? <laughs> I'm on <laughs> Twitter. Every time. Matt, I think I'm on Twitter. If I'm Matt at Hulock, Tony at... Why, n- why not thought? I don't know if you should have changed that. <laughs> I know, right? I should just say, like, Twitter. Can I use the word Twitter as my Twitter? <laughs> I probably not. Do you think I'm that's better, taken? But it's fair boten. I'm at oh, Shave Mad Ox. Half hour, 45 minutes here. We might be up to, what, 12 ounces of water we could have uh, collected and Ooh. saved the world. Wow. We would have saved the world with 12 ounces of water. Per device, I suppose, right? Probably each of us. So that could have been 36 ounces. Oh, nice. <clears throat> wow. The future's now. We all would have drank it, though. <laughs> I would have had it already, too. Yeah, I would have been. And then I'd want seconds. All right. And it's not ready yet. Damn That's it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. Again, I'm at Shave Maddox. Uh, all right. I think that's about a show. Thanks so much. There's the music. There it is. <laughs> Appreciate it. Write us in. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, and until next time, Techers. Get her done. <laughs> Techers. Easy. Try again.